welcome to Mental Download, where our goal is to help you live your best life now by making the right decisions and by taking action. I'm your host, Cameron States. All right, guys, welcome back. Cameron States here. So there's something that I've just wanted to talk about a lot, especially for new investors. And this also applies for seasoned investors as, as, as well. But it's this whole concept about how do I get any kind of investing to work for me? Now, this is interesting because a lot of times when you ask yourself that question, the first thing that people think is they think, well, obviously the answer and the key to that is the vehicle that you choose to use. So they say, if I pick real estate, that's a better investment than gold and silver. Or if I pick the stock market, that is a better market than real estate. Now, the funny thing about that is, is it it doesn't really matter. Different investments obviously have different amounts of risk. Different investments obviously can have different types of outcomes. But when it comes to what is better, that's a very personal decision that you have to make. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about that in another, uh, in another, uh, well, when I jump on here next, I don't know when that's going to be, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. What I want to talk about though is the process. Now the process is huge. This is something that I think so many new investors don't even think about. And of course they can't because they've never done this before. For a lot of you, this is very new. Stepping into this new area, we're just trying to figure out how things work. And maybe we've selected something specific that we like, but we don't know how this thing works. So what's very interesting in what I've learned in investments, all kinds of different investments, is there's actually a system that we use. So there's actually a system that basically makes the decisions for you. A lot of times when you're watching some of these fancy shows like Shark Tank or these big investors out there and you're seeing them basically ask the right questions to get certain information and decide whether or not they want to place an investment in an individual or a company or a new business venture, what you don't realize is what's happening in an investor's mind is there's basically a thought process that's that's occurring there are certain questions that I want answers to so that I can decide whether or not this is going to be a big, a good decision for me. Now, that process is critical, not just for new investors to say whether or not I want to do this investment, but also finding, qualifying, going through these different steps to decide whether or not these investments are the ones that you want to take. Let's take, for example, something that I'm intimately involved in a lot, and that would be option trading or stock trading. Now, there's literally thousands of different stocks that are out there, and the question I always get is, well, where do I start? What's the first one that I go with? And my answer is always, well, who cares? It doesn't matter. You can trade anything you want, any stock you want, any stock that has options, as long as the pricing's good. You can literally trade anything you want, so it doesn't really matter. But I think the question that they're really asking me when they get to that is they're telling me, how do I find an investment? How do I qualify an investment? And there's two parts to that equation. Okay, and this is your tip for the day. Number one, when selecting an investment, it has to, A, here's step one, it has to accomplish your financial goals. So we have to actually select investments and choose investments that if they work out, we're actually going to be happy with the returns that we actually get. That's step one. Does it actually meet my goals? 
can it actually get me what I'm looking for and the whole reason behind why I'm investing, okay? That's step one in the process. Step two is a much, much more lengthier discussion, and that is, let's say for an example, I decide that I want to trade stock. It's just a random choice. So I want to trade stock. That's what I've chosen. Well, there's thousands of stocks, so how do you know which one is the one to go with? And that's where you have to have this screening process, something to basically tell you what is the difference between a good stock and a bad stock. Now, that's also not a simple answer. So here's why I think a lot of people fail and why a lot of people struggle and have difficulties because when you're trying to just decide, and the stock's a great example, when you're trying to decide, all right, I want to trade a stock and I've decided stock's the way to go, well, then you have to have some kind of a selective process or a qualifying process to tell you or to let you know if in fact the stock that you're looking at is one to consider or one that you should consider. For example, you have to answer this question first before you can pick a stock, and that is, what kind of an investor am I going to be? So that usually puts you in one of three basic buckets. That would be something like, am I a long-term investor? Am I a short-term investor? Or am I somewhere in between? Now, let me tell you why that even matters. Why it matters is answering that basic question on what kind of a trader do you want to be or an investor you want to be, long-term, short-term, or somewhere in between, that is going to tell you what kind of investments to use. For example, when you tell me I want to invest in stock, a lot of new traders don't realize this, but you're actually putting yourself in a bucket. That bucket is a long-term investor because the only people that buy and hold stock are typically long-term investors that hold their positions for one to five years. Now, if you think about an investment that could last one to five years, the question is, what kind of returns can you expect? What kind of returns are normal for a one to five year hold? Here's a better question. Do you have funds that you could literally just dissipate or what I call deploy for one to five years and you don't need that money? Okay, because some people say, hey, I've got some extra money I want to invest. And I go, well, first of all, do you need that money? You say, well, I might go, well, then long-term long -term investments are out because you might tie that money up for one to five years. It's just an example of the investment horizon that you have to look for. So going back to step two, which is first identifying what kind of an investor you are. Long-term investor, that's just one. That's a simple one. What if you say short-term investor? So you tell me, I want to trade options, or I want to day trade, or I want to do this Forex futures market. Sounds awesome. Well, you're automatically putting yourself in a bucket there. You're specifying that I take higher risk. I like shorter term horizons on my trades or my investments, which means you're probably more aggressive in nature and you're looking for better returns. Because if you look at the example that I just gave you, which is go out there, buy stocks, one to five years, you are trying to take the conservative approach. You're deploying capital, hoping that that can go out there for one to five years, and maybe it generates a very conservative little return, and it's going to come back with some interest, basically. Okay. Now, a day trader, completely different. You can make 10, per, 10 times the amount of money in a single day or in a single hour. You could double your money in minutes, Okay, the money that you're deploying into the market. But that also requires you to have to be able to sit in front of a 23-hour market 
and to be able to sit there and absorb the information and make decisions on the fly. And that obviously is going to require time and knowledge and experience because you're not just going to pick that up, quit your job, sit in front of a computer and get it done. It's just not going to happen. So you see as I dive into just a couple of examples, right? Uh, a stock investor, long term, a little bit more conservative, a day trader, right? Options or a futures market, a little bit more aggressive in their approach. You see, if we don't ask and identify the first simple basic questions, then it seems very, very easy for us to slip into the wrong type of investments, to slip into something that's going to A, disappoint us, because remember the rules and the tips that I gave you today? Number one, does the investment actually accomplish the goal? If I don't answer that question first, obviously I'm going to pick the wrong vehicle. Second is, once I've decided what vehicle I want to use and I know what kind of an investor I am, then I need to know, what kind of training, education, or experience do I need to be able to be competitive in that space? And of course, as I mentioned today, and I kind of cracked the jar open just a little bit, that that conversation could be lengthy. There could be a lot of moving parts depending on what kind of investor you want to be. Now, I don't want to in any way, shape, or form make it sound like this is the impossible task. I don't want you to listen to this and say, oh boy, just by listening to the, this conversation, I already know I don't want to do those other ones because they're going to take too much time and too much energy and years of experience, and I might as well quit now while I'm ahead, right? You start telling yourself things like that. Now, that's not what I'm trying to say. The, what we try to do and what I've been trying to offer to a lot of people in bringing this podcast out, bringing free content on YouTube, trying to make it available on Instagram, what I'm trying to do is give you all of this for free. So it's not a matter of can you find it, can you do it? It's just a matter of can you make a little bit of time in your day? And I don't care if it's five minutes a day. I don't care if it's five hours in a day. How much time can you put in to actually learning the skill set that you're going to need to properly deploy the strategy that's going to work for you. Now, let's be very clear, and I've said this several times. I am not a financial planner. I'm not an advisor. I'm not currently licensed. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to say right now, if you notice in this whole conversation, I have not at one point said, this is what you got to do. All I'm giving you is two basic tips. Number one, get a piece of paper. Sit down in a quiet area and first of all, ask yourself with the money that you plan to invest, what is the goal that you want to set for it? What do you want that money to do? And if you need to pause this podcast and go do that, if you're listening to the recording, do it. Push pause, get a piece of paper, sit down, say, here's what I'm working with, X amount of dollars. I need these dollars to make this much money or this percentage, and I would be happy with that. Okay, that's step one. Step two, let's also write down on that paper a list of potential things or investment vehicles that you think might actually accomplish your goal. And what this is going to do is going to give you an action item list that you can then go out and execute. So we're going to do some research first, okay? We're just going to deploy some research and find out if I select one of these vehicles, can these things actually accomplish my goal? Like here's a really good example. I get a lot of people that want to do real estate. 
Real estate's a great vehicle. It's a great vehicle that people can get involved in. Two problems with real estate. Number one, um, you've got to have money. So you either have to have capital available to deploy or you've got to have a really good outstanding financial background or finances, I should say, that allow you to borrow money to be able to get into this vehicle. Now, that might stop you right there. Okay, that's one big problem is having the ability to be able to do that, to be able to get access to those funds and to be able to do it. Now, I'm not talking about some of the smaller deals that don't require funds. There's a lot of different real estate strategies you can use out there, buying and selling notes, negotiating deals. There's a lot of different middleman jobs that you can have where you could make some extra money, but you're not going to make big money doing those little projects, okay? But again, real estate is a great investment vehicle that a lot of people like. Here's the other problem, problem two with real estate. When do you get paid? When do I actually see a return on my investment? Now, let's say that you're the kind of person that says, you know what, Cam, I've got really bad back finances behind me. I've got a terrible credit score. I can't borrow money. I've managed to save some money. It's not much. I've got about five grand. I was thinking about maybe going out and buying, you know, maybe I can aggressively negotiate into like a small mobile home somewhere. And maybe I can negotiate one down. Now, I've seen mobile homes that have gone for dirt cheap that have sold for five grand cash, eight grand cash. I've seen these deals happen. So they're out there. But let's think about it. If you're the type of individual who only has five grand to deploy and you've decided that real estate's the one for you, first of all, consider this. Number one, when are you going to actually cash out on that real estate property? Let's just use the uh, example that I've given you here today which is a mobile home. Let's say you can negotiate down a mobile home to eight grand cash and you buy it outright. Well, the first thing that you just bought is a huge liability. You've incurred, you've basically taken on something that could have a lot of money that needs to be dumped into it, first of all. Any maintenance, any repair, any marketing that you have to do to get people into that place if you want to rent it out or turn around and sell it. There might be some immediate things that need to happen on that property. So you've spent all your cash on not an asset, but you've now spent all your cash on something that is going to require more money and more time before you ever get paid out. And you might hold that thing for a lot longer. It could be a money pit for a lot longer than you ever planned because with the $5,000 or $8,000 you started with, we didn't ask that important question, which is, can it actually accomplish my goal? And one critical part of that is time frame. If your goal is to make, let's say, 5% on your money, the question is when? How fast and how soon do you want to do it? Or is time not an issue? Maybe you're just getting started and you're thinking, you know what, it doesn't matter. As long as I make some money every year, year after year, I can take the next 40 years and I can do well and grow my wealth and grow my portfolio and I'll do fine. Yeah, absolutely. For someone who's younger, absolutely. But if you come to me and say, look, I'm 65 years old, I've got $300,000 that I'm working with, I don't have 40 years. 40 years is not the time frame that I'm going to be looking at. And so therefore, we've got a much bigger problem. It's how do we find an investment that can work, accomplish your goals within a specific time frame? Now, I just gave you two really extreme different examples. 
But my hope in doing that is that you really take the time to sit down and ask some of those basic questions. The answers to those questions will tell you where you need to go, and then you can get some further guidance on what to do. So if you join me on the podcast or you join me on some of my other videos on YouTube and the other things that I'm offering free, there's a lot of information that's going to be available there. So you need to specifically zero in and hone in on what you need to focus on, on what you think is going to be helpful. And then I've got all the information and training free to help you out. You just got to ask the right questions and then make sure that you get the help that you need. I hope that this has been enlightening and helpful. Just a little bit and piece to kind of get you guys moving forward with what to start thinking about with where do I start And that's a very broad general question. Hope that this helped out just a little bit.